Come on. Welcome, Lepler. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Marithu Parikh. Marithu, are you ready to do this? I am so ready. Let's go. Let's go. Marithu is the founder and productivity coach with Life is Organized. She's a speaker, an author, and a podcaster. Marithu, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm a mom of two teens. One's almost off to college, which is crazy. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, but originally from New York. And I've been doing my thing with Life is Organized for almost 12 years now, which is hard to believe. And uh, as you mentioned, I'm a productivity coach. I help women with growing businesses get on top of all their demands and their distractions at work and at home. So I teach them how to prioritize, systemize, and get stuff off their plate so they have more time and more brain space. Is there enough time to get everything done? (laughs) There is never (laughs) enough time to get anything done, which is one of the things that everyone should embrace. Like that to-do list will always be there. You're never trying to get to the the bottom of that to-do list because that would mean you'd stop growing. Interesting, right? I, I don't know that I ever thought, oh, I'm actually done. I'm just done with my list. Do people think I'm going to be done at some point and, and they get frustrated? What is, what, what are the problems, like, like the big problem that, that, that you're working to solve? Well, as, as it has to do with lists, yeah, I think generally we have about a hundred things in our list, right? And even though we know we only have that many hours in a day, we're still staring at that list. And when we don't complete everything, it feels like a failure instead of focusing on the success that you have had, right? All the things you have gotten done. So if there's, even if there's 10 things on your list and you complete seven, at the end of the day, we're focusing on the three you didn't get done, you know? So uh, I think if there's, that's a big problem is sort of how do we really plan more accurately? How do we plan so that we do feel like a success every day instead of like a failure and really think through the steps and the time that each of the tasks take so that we can estimate more accurately. And again, you know, feel really successful and rewarded at the end of each day, which is my ultimate goal for, you know, anyone that I'm speaking with or talking with or coaching with is just feeling really rewarded and successful. What a huge shift that is. And I, I don't know if it's an easy shift or not, but if you've gotten, you know, three big things done, but you have six things on your list, you can look at that as, oh my gosh, I, I got nothing done. Or you can look and say, no, I got everything that really needed to be done. It was a big win. Yeah, absolutely. Which is so I recommend that we start with a top five list every day. And that's it. So you don't have the the hundred on your to-do list. You don't have even 10. You just have five and you start with your five. And you nail those five and then everything after that is gravy, right? So when you, at the end of the day, you're like, I got the five that I said I was going to get done. I got them done and I feel great. And so if we start with less, we're going to feel a lot better at the end of the day. I imagine that myself included, I underestimate how much time it takes me to actually do things. Is that, is that your experience? A hundred percent. And I can say that honestly, like I've been teaching this for years and coaching for so long and I still do that. I still underestimate. So this is, it's a universal you know, challenge and problem, but the way to really address it is to think through 
all the steps in any given task or project. And I feel like sometimes we think, oh, that'll just take me an hour, right? That'll take me 30 minutes. And we're not actually thinking through, well, actually I need to first maybe, you know, if we're writing something like, like have some time for brainstorming and then have some time to write an outline and then have some time to write my points and then actually do a first draft and then a second draft. And now all of a sudden that 45 minutes is really more like an hour and a half or two hours. And so if we break it down and start thinking of each step, you know, in that task, then we can start assigning kind of a time estimate for, and then you add it up and you're like, oh, no wonder I never get stuff done because I just haven't really been estimating my time well. And also it takes practice. Like you really don't know how long something takes because we've never timed it before. So that's another thing I just, you know, say, just, just start, start somewhere, put a stake in the ground, pick a number and then test it and see how it works. And then you can say, you know what? I was completely off. I totally underestimated that or Maybe I thought that was going to take much longer. And it really, when I plowed through it, it was 25 minutes. Yeah. It's such a bias. I, I don't even know if it's a bias or not, but it's a superhuman thing to do is just to say, oh, I can get that done in 20 minutes. That's that. That's my interval of time that I can do anything in, in the entire world is, is 20 minutes. But when you do actually break it down and you look and see, okay, this is how much time it really takes me to do it. Um, that, that hundred percent makes sense. Are we afraid to do that? Or it just, it doesn't, it's not common sense to do that. I think you really hit it. I think there's a fear. There really is a fear because again, if we go back to that list, it shortens your list from 10 to five, because now you're like in between my meetings and my zoom calls and you know, all the other kids activities, everything I have going on, I really only have three hours. And so I'm only going to get maybe those, you know, four or five things done. And so, yeah. And in the beginning, I think it's, it's almost like, well, it's a sense of failure because I've you know shortened that list. But again, I think it's, it, will, it will end up feeling like a sense of success because you will completed what you set out to do. And that's really what builds that sort of motivation, that inspiration. That's just like that, that pat on the back, like I actually complete what I achieve, what I, excuse me, what I um, say I'm going to do. So there is this fear of, but I'm doing less and doing less, but really the quality of what you're doing is so much better. And the way that you're feeling about it is so much more positive. I think that that's so important. I find that if I'm not paying attention, that, that, that I'll just waste time. And it's not like I'm going to waste an entire day, but it's five minutes here. It's 20 minutes there. Uh, and then I wonder, well, geez, I didn't feel like I didn't get a lot done, but I ended up wasting a lot of time too. Do you find that that's the case? For sure. For sure. And I think, you know, I think on one hand, I think we can be really hard on ourselves. Like we do need downtime. Everybody we're on the go. Our mind is going all the time. So we do need some downtime and we can't just be working from one task to the next, the next, the next without anything in between. But on the other hand, if it's not kind of planned for a downtime, if it's not deliberate and intentional, well, yeah, that five minutes can spiral into 30 minutes, right? We're like, I'll just check my Instagram for five minutes. And then 25 minutes later, we're still sitting there or put on the TV or doing the laundry or whatever it might be. So there really is nothing wrong with taking a break. In fact, it's really good for you to recalibrate, reprocessize, like just you know, slow down a bit and take a deep breath. But it's being intentional about what are my boundaries around that? How long will it be? Um, you know, sort of like that reward. How long will I give myself until I get to that next task? And if you're more deliberate and intentional, again, even those, those breaks, they don't feel bad anymore. We don't feel like you're wasting time. You feel like I'm investing some time in a little bit of downtime and, and that's really helping me. Yeah. 
I think it's, I, I know for me, it's important just that I'm honest with myself because if I'm not working and I catch myself or when I do catch myself doing that, I will step away because I'm don't, I don't want to waste time. I, I, I don't want to lie to myself. If I'm just not in a frame of mind or whatever, where I'm going to be getting things done, I'll go do something else. Um, and I'm not going to try to force myself to do something that my brain is just not willing to do at that time. Absolutely. And there's a fine line between like knowing that and being aware and, you know, taking that deliberate action to do something else and then simply procrastinating. Right. And so it's sort of like really, again, I think it's the self-awareness of, am I just putting this off because it's hard and challenging or am I putting it off because I'm truly just, I'm burnt out right now. You know, I'm truly exhausted and it's just tapping into that emotion, to that feeling, to that honesty and making a decision from there on. How do you think about uh, uh, what just came into my mind is sort of bucketing time um, and then prioritizing because certainly my, my wife and kids are really important. My work yeah. is really important. My health is really important, but not everything can be really important all the time. Yeah. I love, again, well, you said bucketing where for me, it's all just planning. I love that. I love that, you know, first of all, these are my top priorities. Here's a three or four most, most important things in my life. And then how do I plan my day to make time for them? It won't be simultaneously. There might be little, you know, different pockets here and there, but how do I make sure that that's an intentional inclusion in my day? So, you know, working out for some people, yes, an hour makes a lot of sense, but for others, it might be a 20 minute walk in the morning and I'll lift some weights, you know, while I'm listening to a podcast later on in the evening uh, and family time, a few minutes in the morning and then later in the evening. And so everything in life. And for, you know, I wish it could be 60 minutes, 60 minutes, 60 minute blocks, but it's not like that, right? It's integrated work life and everything going on. But if you can plan that out and make sure those priorities are actually make it in your day, well, then you're going to have a more fulfilled life. Then you're going to feel so much more successful. And, um, and then that, I feel like there's such a, a snowball effect of that, right? The way you show up for your family, the way you show up for your clients and your colleagues, um, you just come with so much more, uh, just success versus like feeling uh, like I, I didn't get it done or I lost my day or I wasted my time. Like that's the worst feeling when you're working from morning till evening, you're doing all the things for all the people. And yet in the evening you think, what did I get done today? Right. That's like the worst, most frustrating feeling to feel. For sure. I was just thinking about this yesterday morning. So our timing is perfect that a lot of the time I imagine, and I'm sure that I do this, um, as, as well, that I put myself and people put themselves behind or second to everybody else that they're caring for and, 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 and taking care of. I'm sure that this is really common for parents where maybe I don't feel worthy or I feel guilty if I start doing things instead of doing things to help other people like my family. Yeah. So I probably will sound like a broken record here. But I really think it comes down to what you've planned for versus what you decide to do at the moment. Um, and I'll tell you why. So for example, if you decided that, uh, if you planned ahead that I'm going to prioritize working out today, I'm going to prioritize my exercise. I know it just helps everybody. It's like, it's a win-win for all. Right. And you had that, like, I'm going to go for, for a run first thing in the morning and you did it and you feel great. Right. Or if you don't plan for it at all, the morning's all crazy. You're distracted. You're doing a hundred things. And then, you know, 9, 10 a.m. runs around and you're with the kids. You're like, oh, I really feel like going for a run, but now I want to spend time with them. Now you're really 
struggling, right? You're struggling with the guilt of it versus I should be doing this, you know, spending time with them. I'm taking away. And all of a sudden, like this really great intention behind it is the same, right? You're still taking care of yourself. You're still, it's still a win-win for everybody, but now you've added that element of like confusion and, and guilt versus if there was a time that was set and deliberate, then you're like, it's not taking away. It's really just adding into my day. So I think like that's a very undervalued kind of practice to just think through your day. And it doesn't have to be totally regimented. I'm not saying every day has to be the same. I'm not saying take away all your creativity or spontaneity, but the things that are most important, if you plan for those during your day, you're just going to come out feeling so much better. Yeah. I think, I think it's natural to, to feel like this is very constraining, but when I do that, when I set my day up the way that you've just described, I find it gives me way more freedom to be creative just because I know that everything is going to be taken care of and I'm going to get everything in that really needs to be, or I really want. And I think that if you'd never think about what you want a great day to look like, well, then how would you ever know what a great day looks like? Absolutely. There's such a mental liberation when you, you know, when things are happening, right. And then you're right. And then at the end of the day, or Later in the day, you're like, oh, I got all that stuff done. Now I can just sit here and think or, or quote unquote, waste time or be creative or be spontaneous because I've gotten all those important things done. Interesting, right? The term wasting time. And sometimes we do waste time, but also just sitting around and giving yourself time to ruminate or think or let your mind wander. It's not necessarily wasting time but we're probably, we've, we've done a good job conditioning ourselves to think of that as not pri- as, as not a constructive use of time. Absolutely. Um, an example may be like, let's say on a Saturday, right? You have all these things in your head, in your mind, you're like, I'm going to get through this like checklist of all those things at home and with the kids and with work, whatever. But it's 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. You sit down and you start, you put on Netflix and then you end up binge watching all day, right? And you're like, it's, it, now it's like dinner or lunchtime and I've just been binge watching Netflix and you feel just really crappy, right? You just like feel bad about yourself, right? You've, you've wasted time. But let's say now, same scenario, um, it's a Saturday and instead of thinking, I'm going to do all these things, you're like, I'm just going to give myself some rest today and allow myself to binge watch. TV, Netflix, and it's a whole day goes by and you do it. It's no longer wasting time, right? Because you've just given yourself the permission. The outcome is still the same. Nothing has changed in the result. The result was the same, but because you were intentional about downtime, now you feel good about it, right? And so I think that's, that's what I was saying earlier. It's not everything time, downtime isn't wasted time. We just want it to be more intentional. When we're not intentional about it, that's when it feels like we're wasting it. I love it. When I, when I book into my calendar five hours of watching Netflix and I successfully yeah. execute it, way to go, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you know what? I said I was going to do it. I do it. And, then, and now I can do it more guilt-free, right? You're like, I, it's something I thought about. I made intention. Um, and so you will. You will come out feeling better about it. Yeah. No, I think that that's awesome. And I was, you know, I, I, I kid, but it's so true. I, I love the idea of giving yourself permission. Yeah. Um, and I think that that translates over into so many different areas of life. If I really love eating chocolate or cake, well, I give myself permission by eating properly throughout the week or exercising throughout the week. Well, then I shouldn't feel guilty about that. Same right. as how I'm spending my time. So totally love it. 
Well, Marilu, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, and maybe no surprise right now, but I feel like, you know, typically when we are overwhelmed, when we're doing so much for so many people and across all these different areas of our lives, we feel like we need to do more, more, more. I think there's a sense of like, if I just put my head down and plow through it, I'll do more, I'll do more, I'll get through it. And so my tip would be, instead of more doing, do more planning. If you focus on the planning, which is essentially what we've been talking about that's where you're really going to get the value because then you sort of step back, you get the clarity. You're like, what is most important? What are my top priorities? When will I get them done? How can I be intentional? And just so in those moments of chaos, it seems so counterintuitive to take the time to plan, but that really is the best strategy and gift that you can give yourself during that time. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Rather, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Well, the best way to connect is over on Life is Organized. I'm all things Life is Organized. But if you go to lifeisorganized.com, there's a great free training there as well about how to really get control of your week. Um, also, lifeisorganized.com on Instagram, Facebook. And um, since you have podcast listeners, if anybody's interested in all things time management productivity, come on over to Productivity on Purpose on anywhere, any platform that you listen to podcasts. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Marie through your, your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to lifeisorganized.com and check out the great resources. Take advantage of that free training. Find them on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Productivity on Purpose podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again, Marie. Thank you so much. This was great. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.